T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, Joe Camera and John Rich. It is the new year. And it is 94 WIP. Hope everyone had a, a nice uh, respite over the last, uh, I don't know, 10 days or so since we were all together doing the show. We're going to get to this A.J. Brown audio in a moment and whether he did Gardner Minshew dirty post game with what he said. Um, but first, let me ask uh, you guys a question because I'm wondering if I was done dirty over the, over the holiday break. Ooh. So if, um, oh, good. if you bought, uh, let's just say hypothetically, <laughs> I hope John. you were. What is yeah. it? Oh, th- thanks, John. Thanks. Thanks there, pal, friend. <laughs> So, uh, so, so I'll just turn to you now, both of you guys. So let's just say you, you purchased tickets to a, a concert. Uh, and let's just say it happens to be, oh, I don't know, Duran Duran. And you go down to Atlantic City over, over the, uh, the holiday break and you see Duran Duran on a Friday night. Duran Duran, Duran huh? Duran, How right? About it? And my girlfriend's favorite, it's her favorite band, you know. All right. Child of the 80s. And she's like in love with the uh, singer guy, the lead guy, whatever that guy's She's in love with Simon LeBon. She What about freaking, John Taylor? Is John she Taylor loves still him. around? I don't know. But that's Simon guy. All I heard about was Simon. Simon this, Simon that. All right. So anyway, um, what would you say would be a a reasonable length of time you would want the concert to be? Now, let's just say before an encore. Like what's what's an an appropriate amount of time for a band to play before they do an encore, which was only three songs anyway? What's reasonable? I mean, you're you're. Asking a guy who loves to go to concerts, uh-huh. I would say like three hours yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That generally right. somewhere in that range. So before the yeah. encore, right? Before the encore, yeah. Before the, I would say if the show You're starts at seven, ready? encore comes around yeah. ten something. Yeah. Encore, before the encore, one hour and ten minutes. No, one oh, man. hour and ten minutes. Yikes. Encore three songs. Bye bye. I think it was an hour and twenty six total. <laughs> oh, man. Now look what. It would, I see bands that really? play like two sets, and each trying? one is that long. I mean, John, I, like, is that money back time? Like, what is this? That's really surprising to me. I was Especially disappointed. A band that's been around be. since probably like the late seventies. Yeah, I thought an hour and ten minutes before an encore, and then three songs. I'm with you, man. I thought that you are was, right to be uh, upset about that. That was pretty uncool. Yeah, you got ripped off. I got ripped was, off. Was there any indication I mean, they were good. heading in like, no. hey, mini concert by Duran Duran? <laughs> A short visit <laughs> with Duran Duran. So they had to play. They played New York City on New Year's Eve because uh-huh. they were part of. I forget which station. One of the stations they were featured, uh, li- literally doing at least a couple songs. So maybe they just had New Year's Eve in New York City on their mind. But I'm like, what about us? Philadelphia market. You're the trap in- game show. Yeah, 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 trap game. What is this nonsense? Mm. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What AJ Brown said. And by the way, Duran Duran otherwise was good, but really short. Uh, what AJ said about Gardner Minshew, we'll How get to that. Song? I mean, is this like 10, 
12 songs? I mean, maybe <laughs> 15 or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was an hour and 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. Drew in Westchester. Hello, Drew. <laughs> so bad. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year, Drew. Yeah, so, you know, I'm going to, like, I guess I'm going to echo a lot of the things a lot of the callers brought up already, but one thing, I want to avoid generalization. No question about it. The defense is really not to blame at all. They, they gave up zero second-half points, right? You should you should win any game where your defense gives up zero second-half points. And to me, one of the things that we all need to recognize and kind of be cognizant of is uh, when you compare this team to, let's say, the 2017, 2017 team, yep. the, collect, the collective experience offensively in terms of coaching and playing experience that Reich – and Peterson have compared to Sirianni and Steichen is like night and day. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, Drew. Doug Peterson had been a head coach for two years. He'd been an offense coordinator. Didn't call plays, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing Sirianni is in year two. You can't compare yeah, but- Doug year seven, which is what he is now, or six, whatever, to no, then he was year two guy. It's the same yeah, thing. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about collective playing and coaching experience. Oh, we'll play. mm-hmm. Playing and coaching. Okay, so years in the league, okay, it's it's yeah. not comparable, and I am very concerned at this offensive brain trust ability as we as we go forward into obviously more and more difficult playoff level competition to adjust and readjust and move the chess pieces and deal with you know adversity injuries. It's, I, I am very concerned about that wow. compared to. What we, you know, what Reich and Peterson brought to the table in terms of that collective years in the league experience. So I'm not nearly as concerned as you are, Drew. Again, because I, I've seen Sirianni do such magic this year. I, you're about the fifth caller to come down on this side today, but I, I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. I do. You know, well, an easy way okay. to to help solve this, Drew, would be go uh, bring Frank Reich in. This is something that we talked about a little bit yesterday. Frank Reich was fired. I mean, I don't know exactly how the contracts work, right. you know, like but but I have seen other coaches after being fired get brought on. I yeah. feel like this happened with Marty Morningweg. Yeah, usually it's desperate coaches. Well, I'm well, just not being yeah, honest. So, if so I'm you're Frank, saying you, if, if you're I'm Frank, Frank, you don't Frank. want it to oh, look that way? I want no part of this. No part. Think about the way uh, – Nick Sirianni, when we went to Indianapolis, was just so emotional about winning that game for Frank, essentially, yep. how much Frank means to him. Yeah, I understand. I guess I do understand what you're saying. Like, if, if you're Frank Reich, how does that look for you and your future employment if you go and sign on as an offensive advisor right. for this? Well, here, and, here's the, and here's the other part. Like, John, I love your theory. I get it. You're saying call Frank Reich. I agree with you. Call him. Yeah. My point is he probably would say no. Well, I think and he, he might has have already. called them. I, I think they have talked about possibility. Right. I, I would assume they have. You would hope so. But I, I just tend to think, look, maybe someone will ask Sirianni directly at a press conference. Hey, did you call Frank? I Rich? think it's an interesting thought. I, I I would feel great having Frank back in the fold. Not not as an offensive coordinator or a play yeah, caller special or advisor guy. Yeah, special advisor. You're on the staff. You're in all those meetings where we're – you know, game planning and figuring right. out how we're going to attack a defense. Right. But you get my point. He would probably say no, right? I mean, just think of it this way. If I'm Frank Reich, what I'm doing right now is twofold. One, I'm literally resting. Like, I'm just like, yo, I've been in this grind for a while. Uh, 
for the most part, I'm taking two, three months off. But the one thing I am doing to work is preparing for the next cycle of NFL head coaching interviews, which, by the way, are going to begin in two weeks. Matter of fact, they're going to begin in seven days. They're going to begin in one week. And I'm going to make sure I have my staff together of my friends around the league, this guy who's a linebacker's coach for the Bucs and this guy who works for the Chargers. And I got to make sure I got these guys ready to step in, offense coordinator, defensive coordinator. If I'm Frank Reich, that's my focus, not let me help the Eagles in January and in February. That's just that's just me. Uh, all right, let's well, get – can't you do both? But why? What's the point? Are, you gonna, are they going to pay you $3 million to do know, that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to pay $3 million. Come in for two weeks. I'll give you $3 you're million. You're close. You're, you're very close <laughs> with the head coach of this Eagles team. Yeah. And I do think you can, you know, do both. I just don't think Go it's and interview unlikely. while also being an advisor yeah. to yeah. the Eagles offense. Everybody staff. leave me alone. Everybody, that's, that's what I would say. Everybody leave me alone. All right, let's get to A.J. Brown. Um, a lot of – some criticism, I'll say. Some slash a lot, maybe. I don't know. Have, has come down on A.J. Brown for what he said post-game about Gardner Minshew's role in the interception that obviously pretty much sealed the fate when Lattimore ran it in. Uh, listen to it. Make your own assessment. Is this A.J. Brown being a bad teammate, whether it's true or untrue? Did A.J. kind of uh, sell Minshew out a little bit publicly post-game? Here's what A.J. Brown said. It was initially press. Um, we're trying to get Gardner's attention to uh, look up. He never looked back at me. Um, the DB actually called it right out and uh, basically doubled me on the play. So, nice play. Is that one of those situations where it's just kind of you're not familiar with each other enough? I don't think that's the case. I just think uh, I just don't think he looked up. He just he saw one look and just stayed with that look. John, is that AJ doing Gardner dirty? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's. He said he just didn't look up. I'm trying to communicate to him that the coverage has changed on the play. They were initially in press coverage, and we had run this play earlier, and it worked because I was singled. They were pressing me. I can always beat that because I'm gigantic and strong and fast. But now they, you know, when Miles Sanders motioned out of the backfield, Marshawn Lattimore fell off. He's no longer in press coverage. And you can see on the, the, the game that he's trying to get, to get, Marsh, uh, to, to get uh, Minshew's attention. It is bizarre that Minshew did not see the same thing that A.J. Brown did. And what A.J. AJ Brown's frustrated. He's basically saying in that interview – it's not a lack of reps between us. It's this guy didn't look up and see. And as a quarterback, you got to know what 22 guys are doing. It is pretty unbelievable. Uh, so here's the follow-up. Seltzer, if everything Richie just said is true, and I completely believe him, that that's what happened, and A.J. Brown knows it. And if A.J. Brown is just honest about it yesterday, if he actually just told the truth, did he do the quarterback dirty? little bit still, yeah. I, I get it, and I agree, and I, I think that's what happened. But ultimately, you know, I mean, we've seen this team all season long kind of have each other's backs and, you know, kind of go out of their way to to defend each other and all that. And, look, we saw it last week, too, with the Darius Slate thing, with the third and 30, kind of putting it on Josiah Scott. Yep, like, yep. Josiah you know, Scott made a big play Yeah, like It just feels it like good. it feels, you know, anti to the culture we've seen all season. It does, and I do wonder – if Jalen Hurts were the quarterback and he hadn't looked up and seen that the coverage changed, 
you saw the way A.J. Brown ran that route. He he basically was like walking, you know, like I'm not running this route anymore. It's not going to work. If Jalen makes that throw despite the coverage, does A.J. Brown fight through it and actually try to save, you know, his best friend, yep. Jalen Hurts, from making a dumb mistake? I think it's – yeah. And I think the answer is yes. I think because they try to pick each other up, and and so there, there's a little crack in the foundation. You know, would AJ Brown have played differently if Jalen Hurts were out there? Now, so, maybe that's a good thing. Let me ask you this question. Let's take it a step further. Let's say AJ doesn't play it differently. He might have. Do you think he would answer it differently? Do you think he'd answer it differently yeah. if it's Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I do. They're best friends. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not the greatest answer. I'll say that even even if it's all true. I, look, I'm not going to come down. I'm not going to come down they hard. They lost on, two games yeah. in a row. It, He's basically telling it like it is. When a lot of times players don't tell you anything. Right. He didn't have to say any of that stuff. He could have said, "Hey, it was bad by me. You know, we we didn't communicate. That's it." You know, but yeah, it's a tough spot for a lot. It's a tough spot for an athlete, though, if it's not really his fault. I I mean, that's a tricky one. It's it's partly his fault for not running a crisp route. When your quarterback makes that dumb throw, and it was a dumb throw, not firing off, you can still fight and and run your route and try to go get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's certainly an option, and I'm telling you. I think if Jalen Hurts had thrown the ball, I think he would have done it. All right, well, look, everyone's reaction to what A.J. Brown's like that play, but also what A.J. Brown said afterward yesterday. Do you think A.J. Brown did Gardner Minshew dirty? Even if he told the truth, did he do him dirty? 215-592-9494. Peter in Allentown. Hi, Pete. Oh, fellas, deep breath, deep breath. I, um, I, I agree with you, by the way, but go ahead. Missed, missed you guys a lot last week. Um, and John, you in particular, because I hate this letting Jalen rest. I understand why we're doing it. Yeah. But when I played Mortal Kombat and you were about to finish your opponent, they said finish him, not take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think Mr. Seriani needs to stop playing rock, paper, scissors, play a little more Mortal Kombat. We gotta get this, boys. I suffer from PTSD, Philadelphia team sports disorder. I've seen this before. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Yesterday was the first time things have felt natural and normal lately i mean oh. i, I use the term unnatural the Eagles' success september october november through most of december felt unnatural in that it was so easy it was it, i it, i remember it, back it, in the it, summer yeah. calling in everybody making their predictions for this season people saying you know they were going to win 10 games 11 games we thought they were nuts we thought they were nuts look at us let's finish this thing let's not assume take things for granted that's how we lose well, you run that risk. There's no question about it. I anyway, mean, boys, happy new year. Happy like new year. Happy new year, Peter. All right, Peter, thanks for the phone call, buddy. Let's talk to Kevin right now. Kevin, you're on WIP. Hey, good morning, boys. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Kevin, kind of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yesterday was total bull crap. You know, I went to the game, and even with waking up with a hangover from New Year's Eve, I was more awake than that damn team. Yeah. Uh, this team looked like they passed the Saints. Um, and to all the dopes, that wanted Minshew to start over hope, uh, Hurts. I hope you guys are happy now. Um, now that we're jeopardizing, not, now we're jeopardizing our starters to, to play this week. Mm-hmm. And and to me, it's, it's all it's all insane. And and if you guys think that the Giants are not going to play their starters this week, then then you guys are insane because they want revenge. 
what we did to them last year. I don't know. What man. we did to them. I don't think games. they care. I th- they I, have the sixth seed and it's locked up and it won't change no matter what they do whether they beat us or not. They're so, they're so looking they're looking to the postseason. So so you don't think they're going to start the starters at all? I don't. Not even for for I mean the first half. Uh, well, I mean, they, Kevin, they I might half heartedly put a few guys out there, but but think about think about how overprotective we are of our starters once we've locked up whatever yeah. seed we're going to get for the postseason. Kevin, I just got a, a sneaky feeling the Giants are going to play all out, and and maybe I'm crazy to think, I think that. You're crazy. I just it's just I think they're going to play all out. You know what? Doug Peterson played all out yesterday, even though that Hold game on. didn't maybe matter for them. They'll play all out, but they're not going to have. Saquon Barkley going all that's, out. That's what I mean by all out. And by all out, I mean all out. You think they're going to play all their stuff? I just – I listen, Kevin, hang on a second, buddy. Let me, let's play the audio of Brian Dable. Here's Brian Dable yesterday. Now, there's some ambiguity here. you got to sort of figure out what his intent is. Brian Dable, the Giants coach, asked after the game yesterday, they've clinched a playoff spot. As John alluded to, it is purely the sixth seed. It's not five. It's not seven. It is six. Locked in. Um, interpret this as you will. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he lied. Maybe he's trying to be intentionally ambiguous. Um, here is Brian Dable after the game on the issue of whether the Giants will play their starters and really try to win Week 18. Any thought to if we got to pull back on some guys this week? We, we I, will or rest? No. No. Help any rest? No. No. It's not, you get rest after the season. It's a long season. This is the, <clears throat> it's the fun part of the season, you know. It's fun part of the season when you're winning. You're a bad part of the season when you're losing. That sounds to me like a coach is going to play his players. Initially, the question is, any thoughts? And he says, no, no. And that could be that could be the end of the exchange. Like, no, I don't. I'm not making a comment on it. But then he's asked about rest, and he says, no. That sounds to me like a coach who is going to play his players. Now, maybe I'm naive, but that's what I hear, John. Right? No? Am I am I misreading that? I think I think it's a throwaway. Okay. He's not Maybe. he's not discussing. Kevin, do you hear that it, the way I hear that? Yeah, it, it's all about momentum. Am I right or am I wrong? If if they if they come to the link this Sunday and beat the Eagles, boy oh boy, how how good are they feeling? See, that's kind of what how I, good I, are they feeling? Kevin, I appreciate the comment. See, that's kind of what I think. That's why I think Doug Peterson played his starters yesterday. For those that don't know, the Jags play their game. They win. It had no impact on whether they'll make the playoffs or not because it all comes down to week 18 when Jacksonville takes on Tennessee. When I say no impact with one sort of exception, the concept of momentum or the negative side, which is injury, positive, you can win, you get momentum, negative, you lose, or excuse me, negative, you have injuries. I mean, it can impact it that way. But ultimately, it comes down to Jacksonville versus Tennessee week 18. But Doug chose to play his players yesterday. It's a, it's a similar right, sort look, of thing. I would love it for the state of the game and for this, you know, the, yep. where football exists right now. If if Dable goes out there and, and puts everyone out on on the field for sixty minutes, I just don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's rational in the way that these front offices. Think. Well, it's not the way I think Dable goes, yeah. would want to do that. I don't think their front office wants to do that. And I think when it's all said and done, as we've seen here repeatedly, the front office tends to win out. I, look, I, I understand your point. I mean, it's a new front office for the Giants just for what it's worth. they got a new GM also. So I, I don't know how that guy texts. I have no idea what that dude's deal is. Let's listen to it one more time. James, I'm curious your interpretation of how – is it a throwaway answer 
or is he actually giving you an indication that the Giants plan to play their players? Here's the exchange yesterday. Any thought to if we got to pull back on some guys this week, we, we I, will or rest? No. No. Up any rest? No. No. It's not, you get rest after the season. It's a long season. This is the, <clears throat> it's the fun part of the season. You know, it's fun part of the season when you're winning. Or bad part of the season when you're losing. James, what is he saying? So I, I actually am with Richie in that I, I understand what he's saying there. I think he's just answering the question in the moment and saying, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to rest, guys, whatever. I think when he talks to Joe Shane, the GM, and they get together, I think they are going to rest players. I think they're going to come to that. Maybe they start certain guys and start the game off like they're playing. But, mm-hmm. look, I mean, we remember Doug said he wasn't going to rest players yeah, when they yeah. tanked, I right? It. I mean, right. like we've seen it so many times where these coaches say something and then do the exact opposite thing. So I, I do think in that moment he is he is saying, no, we're not going to rest, guys. I would be shocked if they don't rest. You think he was almost unprepared to answer it? I don't think he was expecting it, yeah. yeah it First time head coach, all that stuff. It could be. I mean, I remember in Andy Reid, you know, the question, who's your quarterback, Michael Vick or Kevin Cobb? He's like, Kevin Cobb! Yep. And then, like, the next day, like, Michael Vick's my quarterback. So, I guess, how many times have we uh, – I, I get Time you. after time after time. Listen, you guys could be right. I, I We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Let's go to Chris in Ocean City right now. Hi, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Chris. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just a, a couple of the takeaways from yesterday. The first that I had is people are losing some serious money. Like, Manchu probably cost himself, what, like $20 million yesterday? Maybe. If he he might have. Well, even, on, even on just like a three-year backup contract. And in terms of, like, I would lay off uh, A.J. Brown in terms of criticizing him because the thing with Minshew is that he's also weird. And when you're weird, that's fine, but you can't also suck. And so when you're weird and you suck, you don't get the same you know, type it's, of allowance. Chris, it's funny. Like it's interesting you say that because I agree with you. I mean, just in the limited way we've seen Minshew publicly, I have wondered if that's why he was traded for only a six-round draft pick. I found it very strange that a quarterback on a team-friendly deal who's a capable player, yesterday notwithstanding, got traded for only a six-rounder. And it made me wonder – is he someone that teams don't want to have as the backup guy because he's just a strange dude? I think so. And, like, for this summer, maybe he should try living in a house instead of a bus and he won't <laughs> suck. Um, but, yeah, and then just, like, a couple other things. So I know people are defending Gannon, but the reason why we're so frustrated is there was a stat yesterday on the broadcast that teams were 35 of 36 versus our zone between Dak and Dalton. Yeah. And we're making these guys look like the all-pros when they're serving up double-digit picks every other week. And so that's why it's so frustrating with Gannon. And because we have the production of our D-line, it's absurd that we're getting this type of production on the back end. And uh, just in terms of the secondary, I was curious, do you guys know, is it, is it, is it scheme? Is it personnel? Is it a combination? Because it just seems ridiculous with the personnel that we have that uh, teams are completing this high of a percentage against us. Uh, yeah, I, I think that because our safety spot is where it is, I mean, we've got Kayvon Wallace yeah. out there, yep. uh, at times and, you know, Reed Blankenship, he's, he's a one, two guy. I love the way he, you know, tries and hits people and he's willing, but when you, when you've got them and, and Josiah Scott out there in the mix, He's Gannon's unwilling to run man as much as these cornerbacks, these starting cornerbacks, yep. the top two, are best suited. I agree. So they're trying to protect the the lesser DBs, and as a result, I think the better DBs are sort of languishing to some degree. 
you know, watching it was weird watching Bradbury get beaten. Yeah. Uh, now that ki- that young wideout has crazy speed, and maybe that's all you can chalk it up to. But I do feel like Darius Slay at times is not as like invested in the game. I mean, think Castellanos out there in right field, where sometimes during the regular season it's hard to stay focused. It's hard, you know, it's hard to keep your mind from wandering. When you're out there running zone, zone, zone all the time, you know it's it's just like I don't know if, well, I, if I'm a if yeah. I'm a guy who can uh, do the the I don't know go for the gold every play and and succeed. I don't want to settle for bronze. Kind of like an offensive lineman that's got a pass block when he wants to smash a guy and run block. Wow, well, I mean that is a thing. A little bit of that, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Hey, coming up, uh, the bad of the bone award, the bad version, blame balls. What went wrong yesterday? We'll get to that. We'll rock all your calls. Jody Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.